Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Don't Blame Me. Today's fantastic episode is Lee Newton, and we debate the topic of promise rings and engagement rings because a girl is apparently going to get one from a psychic aunt. I don't know. It's 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 uh, quite interesting. And we also talk about a girl who just wants to hoe out. And is that bad? Is that good? Plot twist. Hoe the fuck out. Mm-hmm. 
everybody, and Hello. welcome back to Don't Blame Me. Today's guest is the fantastic Lee Newton. Hello. Hi. Your hair is so cute and pink. Thank you so much. It's kind of a fun new journey. Is this, is this a recent? It's recent. It's like within a couple months. It's been really fun. It's been it's very interesting. Very nice on you. Thank it you. doesn't look bad, which Ooh. usually, like, not that I'm not no, a fan I of colors, it. but like this is done, like, I would think that you were born with pink hair. Oh, Do you know what I mean? Thank you so much. No, it's been a real fun, weird journey. It's also, I didn't know that there's like a whole subculture of like unicorn (gasps) haired people Mm. that all have like products that they use and like worlds and like speak that they speak. And I had, I feel like it's a lot of Etsy. Like a, a lot, lot of things, like shampoo you have to buy on Etsy. Oh, and a lot of Amazon, a lot of like weird Ooh. little like subcult, like okay. online thing overtone and like weird things that you're oh like, I gosh. never knew. And then they're like, do not do that. And I'm like, oh, okay, okay. sorry. You have to learn how I to be a whole new know. person with yeah. hair. Yeah, it really is true. Wow. Yeah, it's been fun. It's very pretty. Thanks. If you guys also want to see it, we are filming this podcast episode for Ooh, YouTube. It's true. So if you're listening to it, go go check out her beautiful pink hair. It's I definitely like hair. Like this is something I could see someone bringing into like a salon, being like, "This is the kind of pink I want." <gasps> Which my stylist always gets found. People do that. She goes, oh. "I can't do that." I know because that's not who you it's are. It's filtered probably, perfect. and you're a different person. <laughs> I do that all the time to my stylist too. Though I was like, "Can this you do person? This? Can I be this person?" She's like, "You can't be Madonna." It's oh, not me bringing works. in Candace Wanderpool, and my stylist is like, "Okay, fat chance, honey." Right, that's not thank happening. you. I'm like, so. This is Kate Moss. Um, I just like want to be her. Figure it out. Make it happen. Thank you so much. And I'm going to give you $100 and that's it. Well, guys, um, this is Don't Play Me. It's an advice podcast. Mm -hmm. Oh, fuck. I forgot to introduce the, I mean, not that I'm going to say we're not the best, but Melissa and her camera. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. We've decided we're now going to color coordinate for Mm -hmm. every episode. I think that's beautiful. I think we should just be matching and then... I was going to say I never address it, but if I we address it here, yeah. then everyone who listened to this yeah. episode will know, we'll but know then we'll never bring it up again. Yeah, I think so, yeah. too. I think it's We key. should just match. I think yeah. it's essential. I think it's a really good idea. You're and if it wasn't so it. hot in here, we could do like onesies or something <gasps> funny. <gasps> oh, it's a dream. But, yeah. Or tracksuits. Just like oh, beautiful yes. tracksuits. I, I love, love a matching tracksuit. Track yeah. I love a matching I was track so track sad when those went out of style for yeah. a while. I still held on to like my old school, like juicy sweats. They're back. They're back. They have to be back. Kylie Jenner is going to wear it one time and then it's going to be hot cakes. Completely. Except she got rid of her lip fillers. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. Did she get rid of Wait, them or she the, just reduced them? I think, yeah. you, well, you can like dissolve them because they're yeah, like. that's got to be what it was. Cushy stuff. Like, I think it was just she was realizing she looked cartoonish and then was like, oh, yeah. I've got to decrease this. I don't think bit. she could get them when she was pregnant. So I wonder if she was just like, oh, maybe I'll. T-. But I don't know. I saw a really funny meme about like. Um, I feel like was, she would be the person. Mm, maybe that's, like, that's why she went to hiding. Because she, <laughs> she couldn't get it all. <laughs> oh, she couldn't keep up with Well, it's also a weird thing because I think about it all the time and. If you look at her, you're like, oh, that's a 55-year-old woman. Like, that I mean, is a... She's still hot. Do you think so? I think she's so pretty. I think she looks so cartoonish. I saw Kim Kardashian I IRL. I love cartoons, And I know, me too. <laughs> me too. Like, you like the Jessica like, Rabbit? Like, yeah. Like, I like, want to be hot. Babs Bunny, but Same. I get it. So, I, I know. Pa- I want to be a totally spies. Powerpuff Girl, really? Sailor Moon. Ugh. Oh. That feels right for you, doesn't it? I want that for you so bad. Thank you so much. <laughs> I do. I That's really all do. I want. Like, I really to be want Sailor that Moon. for you. Be a good Halloween costume mm, one year. It Not would. that anyone else hasn't done it before. My other I think Hall- you got to go take a twist on it. Though, I, oh yeah, what's my twist though? I don't know, like adult Sailor adult Moon. Adult Sailor Moon. Yeah, Sailor Moon. Or she's just like I wear pants now. Like that happens. Feminist. All right, I'm a feminist Sailor Moon. Oh, that's a good one. I wear pants. I'm a CEO <laughs> of my company. <laughs> Sailor Bitch. Moon CEO. Yeah. Editor, headed chief of the. I don't know. Editor. Editor. <laughs> editor. Words are hard. Okay. Words <laughs> is hard. Okay. Uh. So yeah, this is an advice podcast. I'm getting so sidetracked. Um. 
and uh and uh <laughs> my face reacted guys you might not be able to hear that there was some sound thing that there was some something it was beautiful though but this is an advice podcast where people call in and leave mm-hmm. us voicemails and then we give them advice <gasps> and tell them what to do with their lives and the number to call this if you guys good. want to be on the episode is 310-694-0976 and for our international listeners if you email an mp or whatever a video file or, or no an audio. audio audio mp3 mp3 yeah, MP3 or M4A. Guys, I'm struggling. Okay, that <laughs> was, yeah, I wasn't going with that one. Yes, MP3 so coming in hot. <laughs> if you record, an, if you record an audio file, um, and email it to meganpodcast at gmail.com. We can play it and then give you some advice. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Uh, how do you how do you feel like where are your advice giving skills at? You do know, you give unsolicited I advice? I actually I don't ever give unsolicited oh, advice wow. because I I hate it. Oh, same. Um, but I get like I I I mean I do give it, but I am always the person that people come to after breakups oh. and stuff. I'm consistently that. That's a good like, person to be. I have friends that like I won't see them until something horrible happens, <laughs> and then they're like, "Hi, that's called how a therapist." Are you? Yeah, and I'm like, are you I charging? Know, really yeah. No, I'm not. <laughs> Um, my mother is a therapist. My sister, uh, my sister's a neuropsychiatrist. Oh wow! Um, and we're all a very open family. So get ready because I might have mediocre advice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I never take their advice. Or I was like, "Here's what you do," and I'm like, "What do you know? <laughs> <laughs> what are those degrees? What do you know? Those what do you get paid? <laughs> what do you make a living off of this? Grow up!" And then I <laughs> go off and do the same thing. So you know, I, I mean, I'm just letting it. you know it's mediocre advice, but I can they can't I blame can us. Give it like the best of them. I can also only speak to my own experiences, so oh. that's my disclaimer. Yeah. Hi, Megan. I'm 22 years old, and I've, um, I'm i in a serious relationship, and a couple weeks ago, he brought up that he wanted to get me a promise ring, just to show me that he, like, is really serious. Like, we've talked about marriage. We've talked about, we know that we want to get married. We know that we want to have kids in the future. We're both um, kind of waiting to finish. I'm finishing school. He's moving up in his career. Um but someone brought it to my attention when I mentioned it. It was actually his sister-in-law. She was like, wait, so he's proposing? And I was like, wait, I thought a promise ring was just like a, like, a, like a relationship thing. So then it was brought to my attention that, like, a lot of guys don't know the difference between a promise ring and an engagement ring, and some girls don't either. I honestly never, I guess, considered that. Um, but it does make sense. So I, I guess I just wanted to ask your opinion do you think a promise ring means an engagement ring or is a promise ring just a boyfriend and girlfriend thing and then eventually there's an engagement ring? Also, uh, his sister-in-law's aunt does have, like, a, a gift, I guess you could say. She can, like, kind of, uh, I guess in a way, see the future or, like, she can sense things that are going to happen. And she has told me things that are going to happen before and they've all come out correct. So I 100% believe her. And she said that he thinks, um, that what she can see is that he thinks a promise ring is an engagement ring, and she does for a fact see us getting married, and that I will be getting the ring sometime before summer. So, with that said, should I start planning my wedding, or should I just maybe ask him about it? Because we haven't brought it up ever since the first time he said it to me. It's not been brought up at all. But, according to her, I am for sure getting the ring, whether it's promise or engagement, by the summer. So, I don't know, should I just let it be a surprise or kind of clear that up with him and see where he stands? Let me know what you think. Thank you. (laughs) This is, I have so many thoughts. I have so many thoughts. Mel might die. Mel's gonna (laughs) die. Mel, arms up. Don't choke. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so 
sorry. You tickled her good. We got her good. Oh, you tickled, tickled, tickled. I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. It really, um, really. It's just a lot going on. It's yeah, a lot. It is a lot going on. If, you, um, if you're listening to this episode, call her. Just listen. Please don't watch the video. No. Just listen. You just, just listen. Please. Um, I love it. It's a lot to unpack. <laughs> it is a lot to but unpack. also very little to unpack. Yeah, it's actually very time. little to unpack. Um, do you? I... Okay. I can dive in. You I, please, please start. Okay. Well, I uh, regained my composure. I feel like I'm going to actually take it seriously and be like, listen. Um, okay. But one, you're 22, which is totally fine. If this is something that you want in your life. Um, a promise ring. I, I don't know. It sounds to me like it's like a loose engagement ring. I think I thought it was about sex. No, I mean that's a that's the Jonas purity Brothers. ring. That was oh, a purity that's ring. Literally purity my, ring. That's the Jonas yeah. Brothers. You know I lo- a, I asked oh, I know. I grew up in a Christian home. I had oh a promise ring, girl. I asked for one because I was like, lost. I need it because um, Nick and I are gonna have sex, and I he needs to know that like he's gonna be the only one. And then I never got it. Yeah, no, I I, I got one then. that my parents gave to me, being like, here you go. And then they're like, you lost your ring, and I was like, huh. and you lost my virginity too. <laughs> um, but so they're different. They're different. They're very different. Promise rings can be like it, it's a it's kind of big. Sometimes it's big in religion too, like where okay. it's like you know you promise this, but it's not. We're not ready for the engagement ring yeah. yet. It's big um, in the south. It's big in the oh. south. It's yeah. huge in the south. Um, it's also really big amongst younger people. Yeah, that's because I was surprised. She I think was it's like such a it was big like high thing school. that like you know. I mean, I have a lot of southern relatives, and uh-huh. they all got married very yeah. young. Um, but uh, yeah, I think it's one of those things where there's such a weird illusion. I got married uh, last year. I've been married a year. Congrats. Thank you so much. Um, there is such a weird feminine illusion of like you want the surprise and you want this like huge reveal. And it's all about like how special you are to them. And I think there's a big buildup with like getting engaged, mm-hmm. you know, and like and what the ideal thing is and if it's special enough for you. And I kind of also think being a year into it, talk. Talk to your significant other for the love of God. Like, be candid and open. And if you know something's coming, great. You know something's coming. You just don't know how it's going to come and how special the moment's going to be. But, like, please talk. Like, I Mm -hmm. think we think it's got to be this veiled illusion of just, like, ooh, I don't want to bring it up because I don't want to ruin the surprise. It's, like, it's your life. It's the rest of your life. I hope it's not a surprise. Like, I hope you plan to, like, I hope you know that, like, start a future eventually. And I also hope that you, like, know what a responsibility it is like mm-hmm. again i'm a year in and it's like th- these are huge life decisions i don't regret it for anything in the world but i certainly knew it was coming yeah you know like i actually knew exactly when it was coming i knew <laughs> he was bad at hiding it but um but it's you know i really think there's those have the conversation like have it be honest if you don't want it to be an engagement ring you gotta let him know just be like i'm all for a promise ring i'm all for committing to like furthering this you know however mm-hmm. we can but if it's but if you want it to be an engagement ring too then which it sounds kind of like you do want it to be mm-hmm. that then does it go on that finger same yeah. does finger. it look same like finger. one yeah. it looks like one it's, oh. it's literally the same I thing i mean i think if he says will you marry me that will let you know if it's an it's engagement, yeah. engagement or, or, or ring. yeah exactly so but it is one it, if you have a com- have a conversation with him like yeah. if he says that he's doing that don't let it be veiled anymore don't let it be because then my mother says an expectation is a resentment under construction. Mm-hmm. So if you have, it's really good. Ooh, therapist. It's a real therapist. I have to write that down. I like it's that. It's so good. But it's one of those, like, if you have this expectation of, like, whatever it's going to be, but you don't communicate it, then yeah. it's a huge Someone's deal. disappointing you, Someone's and disappointing they didn't you. know that they yeah. were a part of that. Also, I was engaged when I was 18. 
to a very different person. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready to be mm-hmm. engaged. But because I got so caught up in the whole thing of like engagement mm-hmm. and like marriage and I guess it's something I'm supposed to do. I said yes when I shouldn't have. I knew in the moment that I, sh- I like he got on Winnie and I was like, shit. <gasps> um, but I also didn't want to lose him as a partner. Yeah. And if it if I would have just communicated to him beforehand instead of being like I think he's gonna I thought he would have I was like oh my god I think he's gonna propose and I should have just sat him down and gone I don't, hey don't yeah. do that like don't this will be four years of our life where we're engaged and it's mm-hmm. weird and we and can we're just too young date. and we can just date yeah and, and maybe who knows if we would have just talked it out it might I might have had a different person but you know it's like yeah I didn't want that person <laughs> but but it's just one of those things where it's like I was engaged for such a it was such a weird thing it was such a an odd thing and I very much wasn't ready because I had to keep that veil of surprise and illusion. Well, that's what I wonder with her. I wonder, do you want to be engaged? Yeah. Does he think that this is something that you yes. want? Because I also think, I mean, I am fully saying that I really obviously clearly don't understand a ton about promise ranks. Grew yes. up in like <laughs> liberal Northern California. I'm sure, like, sure, I don't know sure. what that is. Sure. But I think also it's at least if it, if it happens usually when you're younger, I can kind of understand that more because it's like, hey, this is something like this is saying that like despite the fact that we're young, our relationship yeah. is very serious and this is where we see it going. But if you're into your 20s and in getting engaged, I don't know. It, this sounds to me like if, if you're in an area where people like promise rings are a thing and you guys – people do that maybe it is the south maybe people are getting married younger what how long would you wear a promise ring to then wear an engagement ring ring, and also is it him is is this him saying that he wants to get engaged or is this him thinking that you want to get engaged and he's not ready for that and it's managing the expectation by putting like another title or does he just want to bone you have they had sex? Do you I know? Don't know? Do you promise have rings I've can sometimes be that where mm-hmm. it's literally just like, where well, it's a promise and we're oh, and then you have sex after the promise ring. Yeah. So that uh, is a question. That's a that's an honest question. Yeah. It's like it is a thing of like you know here and it kind of gives leeway to like you know. Well, why can't that. he just get you a nice piece of jewelry as a gift yeah. for your birthday or whatever holidays you want to celebrate, like Arbor Day? Like get you a really nice oh, piece I of love jewelry. An Arbor Day necklace. Love, <laughs> love a good Arbor oh, Day necklace. I love an Arbor I'm Day necklace. All about it. <laughs> oh, or a flag day Ooh, ring. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what a oh, dream. So oh, good. I can't wait, Diane. <laughs> Diane. Oh, I'm so ready. <laughs> I think like if you can something like that where like I've got like a couple of pieces of jewelry that like my boyfriend's gotten me this ring and he's gotten me this ring and neither of they were for like Christmas and stuff but yeah. it's not there are things that I wear every day that I look down and I'm like oh sweet so like sweet. this reminds me of so him sweet. but it's not they don't hold any like additional meaning and mm-hmm. I think and until we would get engaged I don't need it to hold more meaning than yeah like oh this is great and also if you guys have already talked about you want to end up together and have like kids and be together you've already you've made that verbal promise yes, to each other it's very true. so I think it, unless you really want to get engaged and you want to get married I don't know I don't know I don't know what the point of it is if and that's the only only way you can figure that out is by talking to yeah. him and like you, what I think he you have to have a very candid conversation because again it's not going to ruin any surprise I don't yeah. think I think people do they wrap it up in this like am I special enough or is do like are you committed to me and what that means about you whether or not what that means about the relationship mm-hmm. and how it is your whole life that you are continuing on with this person and so it's a very like you you have to really have that full what does this mean? I mean, even in marriage now, I'm having like conversations that I go, oh, we should have talked about that. <laughs> <laughs> like literally like, oh, oh, we got to. Yeah, we should have. 
God, where was that? Why didn't we have yeah. this conversation? Mm-hmm. But there's going to be those things that keep coming up. So if you, as long as you can open the door with as much candidness as possible, and if you want to get engaged, then tell them that. And you might have to wait a little bit to get engaged, and you might not have a promise ring. But, you know, also, you know, there's nothing wrong with a long engagement. That's my honest opinion. Oh, my God. I want to be engaged for as long as possible because just the idea I, of that yeah. everyone's like, oh, my God, how'd you get proposed to? And it's just all about the attention and like not about like, oh, when are you going to have kids? Like, when's it coming yes. up? And no, all of that so pressure true. of. I had the shortest engagement um, and I wanted a long one so badly. My husband had a 101 year old grandma that we really oh, wanted at the wedding. Yeah. And so it was literally like we got engaged in December and then I we got married in June and it was and we decided like in April that we were going to get married in June which was a very dumb move on my part that's impressive Um, thank you very much I had constant nosebleeds yeah Um, (laughs) so much cocaine (laughs) (laughs) yeah Uh, that's (laughs) a wedding in two months this is so stupid (laughs) so dumb Um, but it was you know it's one of those things of you I really think it's such a huge commitment and it's such a big deal that you know, you said, should I plan my wedding? You seem very excited about that. <laughs> so have the constant, have that talk, man. Yeah. Uh, there's nothing wrong with being five years. Also, depending on where you're going to find your venue, like it's <laughs> going to take you forever anyway. It's yeah. like they're True. booked out. I have friends that are getting married now that got engaged like four years ago. And they're like, well, this is when we could get a venue. And I'm like, Jesus. So wow. It's Los Angeles. It's disgusting. It's True. I, but it is. Yeah. Crazy. And I also think you went into this thinking that it didn't mean an engagement ring. And now other people are telling you that it means an engagement ring. Yeah. And Can now talk about the aunt. Your, yeah, oh. the aunt. But now she's wondering if it's an engagement ring. And now I'm like, now she, if it's not that, which her first, your first instinct that it wasn't, she'll be disappointed if it's not an engagement ring. Psychic. So you have to, I also, I can't. I don't know how to dive in. You're gonna, I think she's going to be disappointed no matter what if it's not an engagement ring. So That's you a, yeah. have to, you're going to have to have that conversation. And also, then be like, don't propose unless it's an engagement that, ring. Uh, that psychic aunt. Yeah. Is that a gift or is it a curse? <laughs> I don't that's know. So raven. Psychic aunt that's, is so a, that's so raven. God, that's so raven. It's I, oh my god. I just I can't. I really that can't. Is. I can't. I, I don't know if I. That's how. I, that's where I lost. I don't it. think I'd be able. That's where I lost it too. I'm really sorry. <laughs> I would either call her all the time or like never, never. never. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, would I would just never like, want to know. She's like, you're gonna die tomorrow. Yeah. Oh also, God. does she say that or does she only say the good things? Also, yes, let's does talk she about say this. Is she close with your boyfriend? Maybe he just told Maybe her. Maybe he just told oh, her. True. <laughs> like aunt. How much is psychic she predicting? Aunt. Is she an aunt if she's psychic? Or she's yeah. an aunt. She's, right? an she's aunt. not an aunt. She's not an aunt. No. No. Oh my god. Aunts are young and wear like. Oh, I'm. I am like so ready for that show. Psychic. Psychic aunt. aunt. <laughs> Oh, I I'm want ready. her name to be like Marjorie or something. Yeah, and like I want her not to have a job in the whole no, family. Like is, she, like no, she's, she she's too high a, demand. Yeah, yeah. like she's they need any beckoning call. Yeah. They're like Marjorie, and she's like, "That's yes. Aunt Marjorie." No, I, and Marjorie. I knew you were gonna call. I knew. You, hello, <laughs> hello. And how'd you know? <laughs> call her ID. <laughs> Let's write this. We have we need to. to. It's necessary. Such a good idea. I'm just ready for every Kathy Bates outfit ever. Yes. Oh, just I'm adorning so silk into silk, it. Silk kimonos. So many caftans every too. Day. Lots I of like slight caftans. cultural appropriation in her outfits Always. though. And, you're like, and she definitely lives in the South. Be. Yeah, 100. Mm-hmm. And yeah. just like various religious artifacts that don't all go with yeah. one religion. Oh, so many masks on her wall. And yes. you're like, I don't think you should have <laughs> no, that peace pipe. Did you buy this? Yeah. Where did you get these? All her lovers yes. all of her lovers yes. so Jewish many treasures. she loves international lovers she does uh, lovers 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 they come by boat oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
like actual explorers. Awesome. I'm ready. It's Me so too. good. <laughs> I mean, Fuck. I guess so. In a nutshell, have a conversation with your psychic aunt. Yeah. No, but talk to your fucking boyfriend with your boyfriend first. Right? Yeah. Oh, psychic aunt Marjorie. Oh, so psychic. So psychic. The most psychic. The most psychic. Good God. Oh, okay. I'm ready. That was good. That was great. <laughs> I lost it. Okay, guys. On to the right. next call. I'm ready. On to the next call. This is that was a great first call. It's only wow. gonna get better. I, I don't wait. know that. No, I, I don't know. What's I think happening. it has to. Hi, Megan. I'm 19 years old, and my boyfriend is 20 years old. Him and I have been together for almost four years now. Um, he used to be super sketchy about his phone. He would sleep with it in his hands, or it would be in his pocket, and I just wasn't allowed to touch it. Around this time last year, I found out that he had been flirting through Snapchat and text with a friend um, for about a year and a half, which at the time was half of our relationship. And he had told her that we had been broken up and would try to hang out with her. I had talked to her and she, when I had found out, I had talked to her and she had said that they never hung out and that she was not interested. Um, But I was still extremely hurt and ended up leaving him for about six months. He would say he never had feelings for her, but it's a little hard to believe. For the most part, I didn't talk to him up until the end of November, and he made it clear that he wanted to be with me, annoying me. He was totally different the second time around, and he treated me so much better. In February, I decided to give him a second chance. Now it's June, and we have been doing really well. We aren't fighting like we used to, and in general, our relationship is better than before. Um, My parents and my sister like him and see that we are in a much better relationship but in the last three weeks, he's been starting to hide his phone again. Um, I'm not the type of girl to look through his phone. I don't even have his password. It makes me so icky, and I probably only looked through it about three times throughout the whole relationship. I don't want to look through his phone because I'm just not that type of girl. But if I do end up finding something, I would be hurt, but at least I'd know. The advice I'm wanting, is it justifiable for me to look through his phone? How can we try to rebuild my trust in him if there isn't anything on his phone and he truly changed? <sighs> well, I mean, in my belief, yeah. if you think, if you get paranoid yeah. and you think something's there, something is there. Something's there. I've... I have a really great track record, which is also like a great and terrible thing of like uh, every time I've had like a sinking feeling about a relationship, yeah. I've never been wrong, which yeah. like satisfies me being like, wow, I'm right. But also uh, it's like, oh, fuck. fuck. Yeah. Like that thing I didn't yep. want. Yep. 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 Women especially, like we're so, you just know. It's like, just you, know. It's like you, a woman's intuition. There is it's like a thing. Even girls, like you you literally have sex one time. You're like, oh, I'm pregnant. And then they know. And you're like, how they the know. fuck yeah. did you know? No. Like there's, you're just... If you are suspecting it, not only do you have reason to believe it because yeah. this has happened before and it was the same stuff, just that feeling you have. I <sighs> think, you know, I, it would be different if like if you were just being paranoid or if you were just like whatever. There's a track record. There's a track record exactly. that he has of that. And he's hiding his phone again. And to be not want to be that girl, it's like, yeah. that's fine at the but- same time. But. I think once again, it's like have the conversation with him. If he doesn't let you like ask him to see his phone, if he doesn't let you see his phone, then there's a reason. And I also a reason. think you saying that you don't want to be that girl is so m- uh, the male voice and yeah. talking that yes. that's not a thing girls say. Being like, I don't want to be that girl. We've decided and we or we've been told that the girl who looks through her boyfriend's phone is crazy. It's crazy. Not because not the guy who's made this who's girlfriend making, so insecure yes, exactly. and made her feel like and she needs to look through like his she phone. She actually has to do that. Yeah. No. There's, yeah. 
there's you know, no one wakes up one day and is like, I'm going to do this. No, it's like there are people that I do know that like are just crazy, jealous, paranoid people. And I've had friends that have been in a relationship with them. And they've been like, I don't know. And you can look through everything. Here's yeah. all my passwords. It's fine. But that's not a that girl thing. When you're sitting here saying this person has had problems yeah. in the past with this and I'm getting this feeling again. It's like, you know, I don't know where, you know, what is it where there's grease, there's fire. Smoke, you know, there's, there's fire. Smoke, smoke grease, yeah. there's fire. But it, where there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah. It's one of those things where you're like, yeah, just, mm-hmm. I'm not telling her to look in the phone, obviously, but look in that goddamn phone. <laughs> I mean, if you don't, the, you just have to know if you go into it looking for something, and you find you're going to find it. Like, if you have that feeling. And if you feeling, do find it, there's, you have options of confronting or not, but I kind of feel like if you're going to be stuck in that same repetition, like, it's going ha- yeah. to happen. It's one of those things. I think youth is a difficult thing because I don't I think it's difficult like I I always say once a cheater always a cheater Mm -hmm. Um, but because that's been my experience because that has been my experience not only with like my own life but with like all of my friends Mm -hmm. and now we're talking we're now we're in that age where it's like marriage cheating yeah you know where you're like yeah that's that's what it was Mm -hmm. was consistent marriage cheating Mm -hmm. but it is like youth is difficult because there's a lot of feelings and your frontal lobe isn't formed until you're 22 fact. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but it's, you know, it, it's kind of one of those things. Once a cheater, always a cheater. If he's going to do that, then he's going to consistently do that. And he's not respecting you or your feelings yeah. at all. And uh, he's not trustworthy for your heart and your love. So run. And I also just think it's not, even if he had, even if he had changed the feeling of just like paranoia yeah. and stress yes. and worry, even if there's nothing there, you don't have to settle for that. Like that's no. not a livable kind yes. of like relationship. Also, then if you are that, and I've had friends that have actually gotten past cheating in their relationships. Like yeah. I've had friends that have done that and they've done it well, but that means that that person whoever got caught is literally like an open book. Completely. Very much is like, great. Yeah. You feel that way. Uh, you have a feeling about that mm-hmm. person. I guess I'm going to have to They're in the doghouse for years. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, really. Yeah. Like there are friends I know that like, because they came through, an affair or infidelity in the relationship like it's like I've had friends that have been like yeah and then she had to fire that person because her husband felt a way about him and yeah. she was like yeah that's my marriage and now I have to do that and mm-hmm. it's like you have you have to respect that so if he's if you confront him and he's gonna have an issue about it he's got to respect that that has made you feel that way in the past and he's hurt you in the past so welcome to it welcome to mm-hmm. being quote in the doghouse yeah. or also welcome to trying to respect your partner enough and give her that open you know, love and admiration that makes her feel loved and trusted. So welcome to it. If he has an issue, I always say ditch him. Yeah. Ditch him. Because it's the same thing. You're going to have that lording over your head constantly. The second that he doesn't show Mm -hmm. you something on his phone, the second that he has his phone on him at all times or... It, it, the fact that he sleeps with his phone is dude that's insane. so that's like yeah. like he keeps a grip during his sleep Girl, on his phone yeah. that's Girl. like a hostage situation that is a hostage situation that is a yeah. I've, have you looked through boyfriend's phones yes yes Yes. I have. Have I found things every time? Yes. 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 Did every I know time. I was trying to find it? Yes. yes. Did it still suck? Yes. yes. But it is also I've had things happen too where I've like looked through boyfriend's phone, found something and then he like went in later and deleted everything oh my god. and i was like well I've thank god that. i saw it all right like, thank oh. god i actually because otherwise he would have been like nothing happened i was like girl i, I saw mm-hmm. no you know what my like, trick was was taking pictures of 
said phone with whatever I was looking at with then my phone. So smart. And then I would send them Megan, to my friend. Have an advice it is. I would send them to so my friend. Smart. Then they would save them in a private folder on their phone and I would delete everything okay, off well of mine. This is some Harriet the spy shit. <laughs> but <laughs> call me Veronica Mars. She's ready. She's fucking ready. She's doing it. No, it is crazy. Like, I don't know. I kind of think, I think you look I think yeah. that's just my opinion. And I know it's going to be like, well, if there's trust and it's like, well, he hasn't warranted trust. He hasn't no, built he hasn't des- he doesn't deserve that. And no. also, he in rebuilding your trust, he cannot not only does he need to go above and beyond in showing you that yeah. you can trust him, he specifically cannot do the, the things he did before thing. that made you not trust him. Yeah. And also, I my only thing is too is with you have to so trust your gut with this because especially with guys or anyone who really has it like it struggles with telling the truth and lying and things like that you can be made and I've been made out to be I'm crazy and like these feelings of paranoia yeah. that's on me and then you're doing nothing else so you feel all of this shame and blame yes. for not only looking at someone's phone but, also but then feeling that you can't and it's on them it's on it them is, doing that because they made like, you feel like yeah. that Every, behind the, that stupid Pinterest quote like behind every crazy girl is a guy who made her feel insane no that's like so that's what that good. is it really is good because it's it's so true. It's one of those things where you're like, and you said it perfectly of you, you don't have to live with that. No, that's really it. It's like you don't have to live with that feeling. There are plenty of people in this world that want to treat you well and mm-hmm. want to respect you and want to not do that. So unless this unless you got like a chocolate paper dick or something, yeah. you fucking <laughs> oh. run. It's yeah. And even then that'll get old. Right. It'll get old. <laughs> like, right? You'll want strawberry like, vanilla tonight. Thank you Thank very you. much. Moving on. Okay. Oh. Um, but yeah, I mean, it sucks. We've all been there, but I think you got to look through it and then. Yeah. I choose. mean, I think, I think you are warranted to look at his phone and if he says no, then you're warranted to have the conversation of this is how you're making him feel. And yeah. you're also warranted to run. Yeah. Run away. You know what I would do, though? I would look at it first, then pretend you didn't look at it, then ask him if you can look at it, and then see if he's deleted anything. She's Harriet. Harriet the spy. I've done She's it. Veronica Mars. I mm-hmm. would do that. Then then you see if there was something, even if something you didn't, if you looked at it and it didn't seem suspicious, if he deleted anything, then there was something suspicious that yeah. even you didn't realize. No, she's right. Yeah, look through I it like first. Look through too. it first, like then it ask him. Yeah. Then if because he says yes. It's also you want to be in the know, and you have to be in the know, because there's things that really, it's like, there, I from personal experience there's things that you've seen that you're just like uh, this would shatter my earth if I found it I found Completely. it and yeah. now I know and if you're gonna lie about that then that says everything about who you are as a person completely that I need to know like it says everything if you're diminishing what is happening or if you're doing that mm-hmm. or you're making me feel crazy when I'm 100% warranted to feel mm-hmm. this way yeah no you're done yeah you're toast go away fuck you fuck you fuck you there to you is. not you to no to boyfriend. not you to your to your oh, boyfriend. obviously to your boyfriend Duh. also you're great you're 19 girl oh my god you have so, so many more dicks. much so many so things many more ahead dicks. of you one a career get it true get it girl true two at 24 you should probably start investing in your future <laughs> um yeah. from 24 to 35 you could really oh. get a retirement fund that could Shit. over the okay. time gain interest that could really set you for life it's not going to happen any other time besides 24 <gasps> to 35 okay I'll work that on percentage it. work on it okay I'll work on it that's all We're going on to the next call. Hey, Megan. I'm 15, and I have a question for you about my older sister and our relationship. So my sister and I were really close when we were little, but we began to grow apart when I was going into middle school. And this was around the same time that my sister started using drugs. Now, at the time, my family was not aware of it, but I... um, 
I had a sneaking suspicion the whole time, and I never said anything. Um, my sister would go on random walks late at night and spend pretty much all of her time in her room. Um, at her wish, she even stole some money from me, which I confronted her about, but she denied it at the time, um, and I believed her. Thankfully, we moved from Texas to Wisconsin before things got even worse, and she has been clean for over a year. However, our relationship is completely shredded. Even though it sucks, and I guess it makes me a horrible person, I resent her for making me harbor such anxiety and stress um, because of her. Um, Because of her, I have this deep-seated fear of drugs and any mention of them would trigger an anxiety attack. I've gotten a lot better, but still don't quite know what to do about our relationship. I've spoken to her therapist about these feelings to help aid in her recovery, but feel as though she does not recognize the struggle that myself and my family endured when she was using. If you have any thoughts on how to help me either let go of my resentment or how to re- how to revive my relationship with my sister, I would greatly appreciate it. Thanks. Bye. Mm. Oh, baby. I'm one. I'm so sorry because drugs are hard. Mm-hmm. Drugs are really drug addiction is it's addiction. It's not yeah. drugs. It's addiction. Addiction is very difficult. It's um. It really is one of those things that can, I think, tear up a family apart so viciously. So I will give you guys props that she's been clean a year, Mm -hmm. that you guys are a family that obviously cares and Mm -hmm. like wants to put her first in that sense. Um, It is, you know, it's it's a difficult thing because it's so hard. Um, I don't know if you're going to get yet in her recovery because she said she's a year and a year is pretty fresh actually a year is like real fresh three years is technically fresh and and AA and stuff Mm -hmm. like that three years is is some of the most difficult time before you relapse and like have certain thoughts so um you know I don't know what her recovery process was I don't know if she you know did AA or anything else like that but you know um my favorite quote from AA is you're powerless over people, places, and things. And that's something for you to take on as well, where, yes, I'm sure you're hurt. I'm positive there's a lot of resentment. I don't think it makes you a bad person. You said it makes me a horrible person. No, God, no. These are feelings that you have that you are 100% warranted for, um, especially because it's hard with a family because you see the hurt that it brings onto the people that you love. It's mm-hmm. not just you. Like, sure, you're on the back burner. You're having anxiety attacks because of that, and that is so unfair. But also, you get to see your parents struggle with it, and that's awful. Mm-hmm. Um, do know that it's a disease. It is, and it's hard to, like, justify that because you keep thinking it's the person and their actions. But it is a disease. It's a disease, and it takes over. And so in her recovery right now, uh, you might not get that beautiful, heartwarming Hollywood movie I'm so sorry for everything that I've done and Mm -hmm. how I made you feel but know that that is a process that hopefully with her therapist she is going through and I think it's smart of you to talk about that because your therapist needs to bring that up to her of like hey you you hurt these people in your life in AA there is the like you know you you make you know what is it amends yeah you make amends you make amends Mm-hmm. To the people that you've wronged, you yeah. do that. I have people come into my life a lot <laughs> that are like, hey, remember seven years ago? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, all right. Uh, um, sorry about it. 
Sorry about it. But um, I've gone to AA a lot with friends. I have a lot of friends that are in the program. And I also think it's such a beautiful thing for if you have any codependency issues or if you have any like other issues like that, that it is beautiful in that sense to help you get through it. Mm-hmm. Um, but but this is a, it's a tough one because it, it might take time. It might take time and honest communication and, you know, and just don't expect her to feel as sorry that she needs to feel for you because right now she's going through the addiction and that sucks to like kind of say that yeah, you but know she's, yeah but it is a difficult thing of saying just right now she's working on her and she doesn't see the forest of the trees she doesn't mm-hmm. see it she she will I really think if she goes through her whole thing we I have friends and family I have family that specifically has years later been like i messed up yeah apologies for christmas and you're like yeah yeah yeah, i get it but it it is it's it's her own process and i do think you're warranted in feeling that way so know that that know that the world understands exactly how you feel but she might take time to apologize for that and amending the sisterhood will take time yeah you know she might not ever apologize for it and i think that's something that my like people I know and are in my life that we've had to kind of manage our expectations with that yes. and the only thing wa- you want is for this person to be clean happy and healthy and if you don't realize all the havoc you wrecked on everything else that's okay because mm-hmm. ultimately that recovery is the most important part because whatever damage that they've caused they're not going to be causing any more by by Mm -hmm. continuing to use and so I think like yeah it would feel so great to have that kind of apology but I also think I exactly like you're saying like addiction is a disease and Mm -hmm. I grew up with a kid who uh had leukemia and he had to go get treatments and everything like that and his brother went to a camp for siblings of kids who had leukemia because they were also affected by this it was like this is my brother who's incredibly sick yeah and here I am feeling super selfish because I'm not getting as much attention from my family I'm upset because this is like ruining my childhood I also am terrified for him and I'm living in fear and now I'm stressed about everything and I'm like afraid of the world and it I think you will need to see your own therapist for that I I think like it's important to know that like everything you're saying like all of your feelings are totally valid Mm -hmm. you don't have to like you can resent her you can be upset like those are really normal feelings and there's something that it's just what happens to people who are kind of caught in the crossfire of those terrible things and you gotta just like address it head on because they're it, you you hear that when you have like kids who grew up with parents who had addiction issues and they go to therapy for yeah. that like yeah. being surrounded by something like that it's something that happened in your life as well that you didn't have the choice about and I think if you talk to a therapist you're going to seek so much less from your sister mm-hmm. and realize and realize that you these and I am like also I'm terrified of drugs like so scared of drugs like I can't watch yeah. bre- I can't watch Breaking Bad I can't watch I couldn't either oh my god I got the night like, of immediately no, they, there was I'm just like, I saw a little bit of white dust no no nope, nope, I went to college I don't need to see any more I'm cocaine good. I'm like, good I'm right fully freaks me out um, I'm I'm the <sighs> angry person at the party like if there's coke I'm like we're leaving oh my completely bye. if I see someone like, go into a bathroom oh, I'm for like, too bye, long I'm like I gotta go home I gotta go home I'm very uncomfortable yeah and I think if you can communicate that 
just know that that's okay and that's normal. There are lots of people who just feel, I get terrible anxiety around drugs. Like it's normal. You can feel like that and that's fine. Mm -hmm. Um, Making sure you're communicating that with like your friends and the people in your life as well. Because I think, I don't know. I think the biggest issue here that you need to tackle is that you feel guilty for resenting your sister and for feeling upset and you need to like let go of that shame realize that this did also happen this didn't happen to you in the same sense that it happened to her but this affected affected your life yeah and you need to treat it accordingly just like your sister is going through that process I think you need to as well um because I think it's it's okay that it's affected you Mm -hmm. I think it would affect anybody but you need to you need to let your sister focus on her own recovery and you need to focus on you yeah well, and you said it really beautifully, like manage your expectations of her. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's really it is like to, to expect this be- behavior of a very clean person that doesn't have an addiction and doesn't have a past of selfishness and doesn't doesn't isn't just gigantically focused on that is is not a real expectation. It's yeah. not something that's going to happen necessarily, which sucks. And I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I am sorry. That sucks. But at the same time. It, as long as you keep managing those expectations and going like, I know I'm not going to get this, but I can yeah. try and build whatever small bridge that I can moving forward. I can appreciate that she's getting better and getting clean. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's people in your life. I mean, I'm sure you've had it too. We've all gotten to that point where we, there's people that you cut out that yeah. you, uh, it's unfortunate or it's not like you just cut them out because you're cold. It's, it's self-preservation. Yeah. You know, it's that thing of like, I know that you're going to hurt me and mm-hmm. I know that I'm going to expect you to act one way and you're not going to do that. And so I am going to have to limit my interactions with you until you're ready to get sober and clean and be a kind, generous, normal person. And that might take time. So what I can do right now is be there for you if you need me mm-hmm. and you know, and limit whatever that interaction is that gets me so frustrated. Yeah. You know, cause they're not doing it to you. No, that's like, that's the biggest thing that I had to realize. That I, I was had like, to realize this has nothing too, to do with it, me. You expect it to be a, that normal behavior and you forget that it is a disease that yeah. completely consumes their life. And you know, thank God she is getting clean. Mm-hmm. So some people don't have that luxury. I know that's a weird thing to like no, keep her perspective about, true. but some people don't have the luxury of, that person in their life getting clean and building that road. And I know it does take time. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, it was, I've had people that like eight years later yeah. have been like, hi. And you're like, Oh, there you are, Peter. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, okay, yeah. great. But it's, yeah, you know, it's, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm very sorry. And I think make it right. Therapy right is too. key because I love therapy. Yeah. Um, been around for about 15 years in my life now and I love it. Hey. It's great. It's a good song. It is a great we song. We should send it to iTunes. It's iTunes. It's iTunes. I'm going to put it on there, I think. I have to. I have to now. The therapy song. The therapy song. It's real short. <laughs> <laughs> but it takes a really long time and it's quite expensive. Quite expensive. Quite expensive. Uh. Okay, guys, it is time for a break and we'll be back very, very soon. Very, very soon. Today's episode of Don't Blame Me is brought to you by me. Kidding. Not really. Kind of. This is just me shamelessly promoting us on the Apple podcast app. Uh, I love finding out that people have like discovered us through there. And the way that they can do that is by you guys leaving some fantastic reviews because you're nice people. So if you leave a mean, here's what the thing, here's what you have to do. If you have ever left a mean review on Yelp, you have to leave a nice review on this podcast. Like you're just evening out like your karma. Not that you shouldn't write mean reveals on Yelp, but I just mean if you can take the time to do that, you can take the time to write a nice review like 
this person who said too formal of a review, but I love this podcast. Oh, I'm excited for a formal review. (laughs) Is this like school? I've never written a review for a podcast, but felt the need to write one for the particular podcast because it's so good. I found this podcast because I've been watching Megan's videos since 2014, and I love her personality and honesty. It's by far my favorite podcast that I've ever listened to. Megan's humor always guarantees a laugh and on laugh. So on the incredibly slim chance that Megan is reading this, thank you for putting this podcast out and making me smile every time I listen to it. Keep what you're doing and thanks again. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. That means a lot. Um, and I do read them guys. See proof right now. So shout out to, um, you, I think her, I, I'm, uh, usernames are really hard to read because I can't tell if it's like your real name or it's your first name combined with your last name. So I'm not going to name drop you, but you know who you are. And I did read it. So thank you so much for leaving that review. And you guys heard her. She's never written a review for a podcast and she did it. It's not that hard. Get your good karma points in and I will love you all forever. So thanks so much. Leave a review on the Apple podcast app. Five stars only cause I'm needy and need validation. Leo. It's almost Leo season. <laughs> okay, back to the episode. Okay, guys, we are back from our break. And yes. We're gonna hop into some more calls. Hi, Megan. Um, so I'm 22 years old, and I've been in this relationship for a little over two years, and we're very, we're both very serious about this relationship. We see each other quite often, um, but there's this one problem. It's that, so this is both, for both of us, it's our first real relationship, um, and he has this fear that he's missing out on life, um, in a sense that he's not experiencing as much, because we both talk about marriage and, um, being together forever, but he feels that he's not living life to the fullest, um, because he hasn't really experience anything with any other girl and it's kind of a reoccurring fear for him in our relationship and he talks to me about it um we're very open to each other so we talk about everything and so he tells me about it um but i don't really know how to respond to it um i don't feel the same way um this is my first relationship as well but i feel like i'm fine with just being with him in the future um but I also know friends that kind of think like this, um, they kind of want to have fun and live life a little bit and experience and have, like, be in multiple relationships before committing and settling down, and I understand that completely, but I don't know what to do, because a half of me understands that, you know, people want to experience life and be in multiple relationships before settling down for marriage and having kids and being that one, with that one person until the rest of their life. But also, we're both in love, and it sucks because we met so early. Um, and if we met maybe in our late 20s, we probably would have just been in the relationship for like two or three years, got married, and settled down. And I just think it's really bad timing in a sense that we met at such a young age. So I don't know what to do. Um, I don't know what kind of advice to give him, because I obviously want to be with him, he wants to be with me, but I guess it's just not right, um, so, yeah, if I can just get your advice on this, it'd be great, thank you. It's tough. It is tough, and she also said something where if this, I don't know, if it was like a different call, it's advice that I give, where it's if you meet later, like later on in life, it might have worked, Yeah. because I'm a huge believer in, um, 
it's so much more about you than it is about the person that you're fo- like that you're yeah. going to end up with. It's about your what you want in your want. mindset at that age. Yeah. And so I think I mean I mean honestly it sounds like his what he wants her to say is like, you know, why don't you go have yeah. sex with a couple yeah. other people yeah. mm-hmm. and come I'm back. I'm going to go do yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what it's like I mean, I half kidding, half serious. That's no, kind of what it sounds exactly like he's hoping you're going like. to say. Well, and there is something to it. I don't mean to be that person, but there is something to, you know, um I, I don't know. I, I keep thinking of like if I would have ended up with oh the people that I was with when I was younger I- in hindsight now and how much I've progressed as like a person and like mm-hmm. how my my career has changed and, uh, you know, finding who I found is who's, who's the most supportive person I've ever met in my life. And I thought I had support before. Yeah. And then you actually get it and you're like, oh, yeah. that's, that's what it the is. real stuff. OK, good to know. Um, It's difficult because I also understand a little bit of where he's coming from of like, you know, wanting to experience all these things. And, and I will say this, that's not going to change. Marriage isn't going to change that. Commitment isn't going to change that. If he feels that way, that's something that he's going to feel probably uh, until he feels like he's done what he needs to do in that realm. Mm -hmm. Um, It sucks that you don't feel that with that way. It really does. Um, You might find out that you do. Yeah, later. it might just hit it you might a just hit on. you a little bit later on. Um, I've seen that happen a lot too, haven't you? Yeah. You, I mean, I I have very close friends that get married and then years later, are like shit, yeah. you know. Um, and that's not to say that it's not a serious thing. It it kind of is just it'll speak to your strength. I think. Like, do you think that you're the kind of person that could say, okay, we're broken up. I'm letting you go. You go and sow your wild oats. And if we come and find each other again, which I have seen happen. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I actually have seen happen. One of my closest friends, he did his whole life. And literally like at 32, he was like, I miss her. Mm-hmm. And that 18 year old girlfriend that he had. Yeah. And then like they met up for one weekend. They dated for six weeks and they got engaged. <laughs> and now they're married. They have two wow. kids. It's like a thing. He was yeah. like, I always missed her. I've always. And it was. It was like. You know, that's to- so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, but are you strong enough as a person to be like, I'm OK with you going out into the world, sowing your wild oats? By no means does that mean that you're going to be sitting there waiting. I like. Yeah, there's not know, like a there's two no, weeks and then we're back. No. And it's not also you just sitting there waiting for him to figure it out. It's like, bitch, go do you. Yeah. Um, but that might have to happen. Age is tough because it is true. Like there uh, again. Do you think about that? Like. I think about if, if I, I would have ended up with any of the serious relationships God. that I would have been with, I would everything would have been terrible. I everything oh, would have been so bad. horrible. Like if I had ended up with, if I think about it, if I ended up with the guy I had my first kiss with, first of all, I think I would. I think he lives on like a in a on a commune in like like doing something weird, like just like so beyond crazy has like I a beard it. and hair is all combined. He Look, can't actually, even put his hair up. Very good to me. Megan. Like, but I mean, he's <laughs> like, like, I am 100 very hot, but like, I don't think he's had like shoes for years yeah. or job. No, not at <laughs> See, all. If I would have dated the guy that I had my first kiss with or was my first relationship with, I would be on doing motocross every weekend. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would be like, I'm just a motocross wife <laughs> being like, hell yeah. <laughs> like that's who I am. crushing be. beers on your yeah, pushing beers on my head. My Fuck three-year-old yeah, would be like fully nude. Yes, you know, as <laughs> yes, that's with a mohawk. Yeah, like opening beer yeah. bottles with his teeth. Like, that's, look at the trick Jimmy oh. can do. Yeah. And then also, I would be. 
definitely be the breadwinner because there's no yeah. way he was going to get a job. Yeah. Well, and I, there, there's that fear that I, and I also think of when I, not even the, like the people I had the first relationships with, but the first time I felt like this could be it. Yes. Those people. And I think about it. I think the, bi- okay. So the thing that I, I don't know, I think you can I believe that you can love multiple people Mm -hmm. and I also believe when I think back to like my 16 year old boyfriend I still refer to him as like the first guy I ever loved and because I love my boyfriend more now doesn't mean that I didn't love my first boyfriend I loved him as much as I could at 16 but 24 year old me can love so much more yeah and so differently also I feel like there's a there's a you know tuning into yourself like mm-hmm. there's a self-actualization that happens a little bit in your yeah. youth and in your 20s that you're like oh I I did that I really thought I loved that guy yeah. but I didn't know who I was and I didn't know anything like that but it's not again I don't want to like shit on the guy for wanting to go and do that because thank god he's being honest with oh, you yeah. and talking he could to just you about be doing how, that and then yeah he could just be an you. a-hole and just being like mm-hmm. I'm sowing my wild oats but he's talking to you about that and there is there is truth in that there is like I don't know I I have so many friends and family that have done the game of like getting married really young or Mm -hmm. like getting married to the first person that they loved or just you know like standing tried and true to that person and then that creeps up on them and there's you know like he's trying to be honest and open with you right now and saying I I feel this way and I really, really, really think that's something that's impossible to shake. Do you feel like yeah, that? Yeah, I like, wouldn't be able to shake I that. I wouldn't be able and to I shake it either. And I would also think you need to ask him, like, the next time and be like, thank you for being so open and honest with me. What do you want to do about that? Yeah. Like, what does that mean for you? Is yes. it just that you want to talk about it and get it off your chest because you feel guilty? Or, like, how can we fix this feeling that you have and this issue that you have? Because I think there's also that fear that is hard to recognize, but when you think... Okay, the whole phrase, if you love something, let it go. I think there's also that fear of being like, okay, we like we separate for two years. Not only your fear of being like, well, what if like he never comes back? There's also that fear of being like, wow, what if I realize that I don't love him as much as I thought I did? That's really it. And that's that scary feeling of being like, now I can say I can say this and like being like emotionally in it that I know that I really care about this person. But what if this whole time I there's been something else out there? And that's a scary fear. It's a scary fear. It's also a scary fear. Like if you're anything like a normal human being and you do get jealous in (laughs) any way like there is that thing of like he's going to be with other people and that's Mm -hmm. heartbreaking it is it's like there's no other way to say that like whenever whenever that happens even if you have an amicable breakup Amicable was a mm-hmm. way harder that's word than I should have <laughs> said at the moment. It is a hard. It, word. I was like, it that's came a out. It came out. It came out great. Around, yeah. um, but even if you've had a good breakup, whenever someone is with someone else, it, it's devastating. Yeah. It just is because you're. Do you think about how they were with that person? How they're mm-hmm. with you? It's just. It's rough. There's no other way to put it. But it takes strength. It takes strength to be like, okay, that person is living their life. I'm going to go live mine. And you might be very surprised of what you find. You might also be surprised that you're like, okay, we did love each other and this yeah. is real and whatever. And he sowed all of his wild oats, but it is difficult because again, that's, n- it's not something that gets easily fixed. No, you don't want to live in the state of that feeling. Yeah. The, and there's that. no, and there really is no, if that's going to be something that he's feeling, that's going to be something that he's feeling for a very long time mm-hmm. and there's not much to go around it. Um, but I think Megan's right in the sense of, ask him what he means by that because if that's just get him getting it off his chest or if it means that you guys have to yeah. be apart 
mm-hmm. then they might have to be apart, and that sucks. But also, you want to find out now rather. You yeah. want to find out gonna, now. Yeah, if he never comes, if he's never going to come back, you want to know now yes. rather than yeah. another two years down the road. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, I mean, I don't know. I'm. I think there's things that happen. I've seen friends that have been in relationships where like someone else will come along and like you know you're like oh you guys would be perfect together and then they've been in shitty relationships and then it's just been that constant back and forth Mm -hmm. and i don't know i have friends right now that like years ago i wanted to set them up like years ago i was (laughs) like god they'd be perfect for each other and now they're together yeah but it took like three really horrible relationships that i was like oh she's in a relationship and he's like oh man and then i'm like oh he's in a turd sack relationship (laughs) like i kept being like they're both with horrible people and now they're together and they like love each other it's really cute but But that makes them appreciate it more too yes yeah it really does so it's a tough conversation that you're gonna have to have yeah you gotta have because no matter what you're always going to be the first girl mm-hmm. that he's been with and mm-hmm. until he's with somebody else, you'll be the only girl. So that fear oh. is just a fact. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? No, like, it is. That he's that's worried he's only going to be with one person. Like that's yeah, a fact. That's if a fact. You got, if he's if never with anybody with else. Yeah. Yeah. And it's again, it's all, I mean, it's difficult because I think men and women, I, women don't get enough credit for that kind of stuff. I think men are always like seen as the sex yeah, guys. Like, oh, that's the giant like, of my yeah, life. Screw that. Like, I, I think I'm I sick of my life. I lost sick of my life. Yeah. You know, it's like, all right. Or just less person of your life. That yeah. weird intrigue, that like joy, or yeah. whatever, all those different things. All those things tend to diminish, but then other beautiful things do pop up and arise, mm-hmm. you know, but it is like. You know, I mean, I don't know. I've been married a year. I don't remember the last time that it was like that weird, like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that being said, he's my best friend. I love him yeah. more than anything in this world. But the, yeah, but there's like, that difference of like that but sparkle the, like, feeling. But the like, shucks, crush feeling. Mm-hmm. Or if like, oh my gosh, is he going to text me back? I'm like, you better fucking text me back. Bring home toilet paper. We're Babe, out. We're <laughs> out. <laughs> and like, I can call you 10,000 times yeah. in a row and not feel like, am I being crazy? No, I'm like calling like, and I'm like, pick up your phone, <laughs> you yeah. dip. Yeah. Like, and there's something that's also so sweet and like exciting about that yes. that feeling of being like I can text you of ten thousand times and yeah, yeah and also and like you know you save shows for them and exactly. there's like and he's your partner and he's yeah. your best friend it's mm-hmm. just like that weird thing of just like yeah I miss him I yeah. miss him now all of those How stages are good that? yeah all right. of those stages are beautiful yeah. but there is something to that weird thing of like all that aw shucks weird crush of like he 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 mm-hmm. like that goes yeah other he he he's come through mm-hmm. and you're like he 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 <laughs> we, yeah we gotta start a saving yeah <laughs> <laughs> 401k 401k <laughs> we should have invested in our future <laughs> so I love you know it. and we are on to the next call Ooh. hi megan and mo um i'm 18 years old and right now i'm in like the summer before i go to college so I'm just, like, enjoying my time hanging out with friends and all that kind of stuff. And for, like, a little bit of background with me, I've never had any, like, besides, like, makeout, I've never had any, like, real experience with boys or anything like that. So this summer I decided to just have a some of activities and just hoe out and just be, like, how I want to be before I get into college and, like, all the, everything, like, when life actually hits you and then all those, like, serious things. And specifically, like, with my friends, I feel like whenever I tell them anything or what's going on, because once you, like, I realize once you're actually open with guys, they just flood in. I feel like I'm getting judged a little bit considering whenever they were going through their own, like, things 
and they were like, you know, finding themselves, even though we're, we are pretty young, I didn't judge them. I let them experience what they wanted to do and how they wanted to, you know, go on with their life and, like, their sexual endeavors. So my question is, like, how am I supposed to, like, come off without being a quote-unquote hoe? Because my I used to have that same idea that, oh, if I'm, like, going out and doing these things, even if it's just with one person, I'm not mature enough to, like, you know, want to be in a relationship or something like that. But now that I'm a little bit older and a little bit mature, um, I feel like anything is a learning experience. And as long as you and the other person are consensual and you're, like, you know where you stand, that it's not that there's nothing wrong with that. Like, there's really no such thing as a hoe, in my opinion. And so I just, like, because I feel like I'm just speaking to a brick wall whenever I say these things. And, like, my friends can be understanding, but it's like I'm more understanding towards them and I'm more helpful towards them than they are towards me. So, yeah, like, how do I go about that situation of saying how I feel without coming off as, like, I just want to be a hoe. I love it. Did you say summer of fuck fucktivities? Fucktivities. Mm-hmm. I thought it was sextivities, and I was like, no, I think it's fucktivities. Fucktivities. Both of them. It sounds like fucktivities. Fucktivities. It just sounds like fucktivities. 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 I think. Well, I mean, like, I just want to be a hoe is also probably going to be my new anthem. Yeah. My Instagram. My Twitter. Activities. I just want to be a hoe. I just want to be a hoe. Want to be a hoe. I mean, it is. It's. It's a fun game to play. Yeah. Um. One, I'm going to say this once, be safe. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm going to say it twice, be safe. <laughs> HPV is real. Mm-hmm. It is very serious. And beyond that, there's a gonorrhea resurgence. There oh, is, I saw those billboards. Oh, I mean, th- I mean, it's real, though. Like, th- this is some real stuff. And I've had people in my life whose lives have been ruined by mm-hmm. stuff because of their fucktivities. Yes. Um, so just be safe. Fucktivities are the condom you. and birth control. Condom, birth control. But more importantly, condom is always a really good thing. Yes. Unless you oh. guys go together, my third date is usually to a <laughs> uh, place to get tested. Um, oh. But it's one of those things. Um, so it's it's a very important thing. Um, be safe. Be safe. Be mm-hmm. safe. Be safe. Be safe. And then also have a lot of sex. If you yeah, if, if you, you want to. Yeah. Also, my here's my thing that I will say for this: Are you doing it for you, or are you doing it for the need to talk to your friends about it? Because mm-hmm. that the second, if that is the issue, then that is an issue, in my opinion. If you're doing it for you, if you're doing it to figure out who you are, which is a very, that's, this is a learning experience. It is a real thing. College will hit. Mm-hmm. Um, th- the same things will arise in college of like boys and cuteness and like parties and everything, et cetera. They'll happen there too. So if you were like worried that life was going to take over, don't worry. They're oh, yeah. still there. College is not um, life. Still, college is not, college life. is not life. College is not life. But they're still going to be there. There's going to be plenty of activities for you to do. Um, if not more. Yeah. If yeah. not more will present themselves. So the question is, is like, do you want to do this so you can talk to your friends about it? So it can be like a bragging right. So if mm-hmm. there's something that you feel like you need to grow up about it, then that's a thing. Um, or if you want to just do this for you, then do it for you. And you might not get to talk to your friends about it yeah, because they have judgments about it. Like, yeah, it's it's a hard thing. People don't tend to know things until they have um, personal experience with mm-hmm. it. That's the it's like you know it's just a thing like they don't understand until they either live it and some people never live it so they never really understand um there's a very minute group of people that can like 
see something that yeah. they haven't experienced and, and be been like, like I understand yeah. I understand that you do you live mm-hmm. your life like no judgments here yeah. it's such a it's very such a small, small pool very small pool <laughs> they're all at burning pool. man yeah oh. um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's you know that's yeah. a t- that's a difficult thing so if you're trying to do this to like be able to have these conversations you might not get to especially at the age that you're at with the you've are, you've just said that you came off of feeling that way for a long time too yeah. how they feel so this might be conversations that you don't get to have with those friends there might be other friends that you do get to have that conversation with that are open and have experience with that um but if you are doing this just for like your own growth and your own development and like figuring out who you are in that um be safe but also (laughs) like i'm just gonna keep saying (laughs) be safe don't forget but also don't forget but also then it might just be for you it might yeah. be you learning these things and like, bitch, write a diary because mm-hmm. sex in the city, sex in the city, because it was a huge show. But also <laughs> because you learn a lot from it. Yeah. And then you go like, oh, I hated that. Mm-hmm. Or like, oh, that is when I figured that out. Yeah. Of like who I am and what I want and et cetera, et cetera. That's my opinion. I'm, about that. I'm very much in the same boat with that. I think as much as I wish that like uh, there wasn't kind of that same. I think with like guys, a lot of guys will talk about hooking up with lots of different girls with guys yeah. and but they're not gonna really talk about it with their other girls like with girls because like that looks bad but girls don't even really a lot of the time talk about it with other girls no. because it's a lot of like self-judgment within the female community and there is a huge there is a huge stigma like yeah there, so just note that you're i think and this is my again personal mm-hmm. experience you're never going to change people's idea about the stigma that's yeah. my honest opinion like it's not until they go through something in their lives or they do that. The stigma won't change. You can try. You can mm-hmm. try slowly but surely trying to be like, this isn't this. This is a dichotomy. This is societal norms that are placed upon it. The women are viewed as objects mm-hmm. and that's a difficult part of it. Like all these yeah. things that you can try and say. But I really think it's difficult to change people's opinions about that and change people's idea about the stigma. You change your idea about the stigma. Mm-hmm. That's how you move it forward. And yeah. then you keep pushing that forward and whoever's in your life you change that but you yeah know, I'm, it's a difficult stigma to try and get past and i don't i think it's not worth it i exactly i think if you want to have a fun summer of yeah. like fuck festivities you need to like your friends aren't a part of that and i think like yeah. there is that thing like oh i don't want to hide stuff from my friends and like you don't have to hide things from your friends but you don't it's not brunch in sex in the city yeah. where you sit down you're like do you want to hear about this guy i just hooked up last week like yeah. with last night it needs to be like you're saying that you want to be selfish and do this for you you have to do it for you and if your friends want to ask you about it and you can tell them whatever you feel comfortable telling them but at the same time i also think I don't think there's, I am all for female empowerment. I also don't think there's anything very nice about like running your mouth about like your sex, like all these people that you've slept with without, I'm saying without their permission or whatever, but like I rarely will like, I will so much more likely talk about like people I've hooked up with or whatever that aren't in like, that I'm not in a serious relationship with or whatever. But I just don't think, I think if you're doing this for you, this needs to be about you and not about uh, the, about the guys yeah. about talking uh, gossiping about the guys and not about telling your friends about it yeah. there's a way to answer your friends questions and and not hide things from them but like still I don't know like my like I but I, every a lot of people I know have gone through this 
but it wasn't like something where we all everyone knew at the same time yeah 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 do you know what i mean yeah, like no, it's like definitely it's not a, like that i don't want to say you're putting too much of a stress on this being a big deal but if this is what you want to do I for do, your life yeah. just do it like yeah. do it. it doesn't need to be a big deal there are so many people like if you meet all anyone and they're like 20 yeah. singles like they're sleeping around almost yes. everyone goes through a hoe phase yeah <laughs> like yeah, yeah. and yeah. you don't have to like make this a big deal because i think then there there's a little bit of like self shame there too like should i feel bad that's a that's a really big one too is like a, again if you're doing this for you do it for you you know yeah. do it for whatever um some of the questions that your friends are having might honestly be them trying to learn things about things like mm-hmm. and and i think that you can have that honest conversation of like look i'm going to talk to you about it but one i don't want you to judge me for it if i'm going to be honest with you i don't want you to judge me for it if you're going to judge me for it then i guess we just can't have the conversation like that's a very healthy boundary to Mm -hmm. set with your friends about it and just say like i'm going to feel judged by you if you are going to say anything nasty about what i'm doing with my life because i'm living my life how i want to live it um and not hurting anyone in the process exactly um because you're being safe. <laughs> That's what you're doing. Because you're, you're being safe. But you're not hurting anyone in the process. So if you're going to judge me about it, then I guess I can't have an honest conversation. If you want me to have an honest conversation, great, I will. So, yeah. you know, because I do think there's a lot of, I don't know about you, but I did a lot of learning through friendship, like mm-hmm. through friends' experiences. I did a lot of learning through that of like, oh, okay, that's something I don't want to do. Yeah. Or like, or something you're judgmental about. And then two years and then later, two years you're like, yeah. the there's same so thing. many things in my mind that I like, think about that I was like oh yeah I yeah. would have been like oh my god and then now I'm like that's not that bad exactly live your life we're all just trying to get by yeah um, but it really is like if you're doing it for the conversations with your friends um, you will find also there's a certain subset I work with boys I work with three uh, at the Valley Folk mm-hmm. I work with nothing but men so I am consistently used to talking in that vernacular oh. and in mm-hmm. that like TMI world of very open too open and honest and then sometimes i go around other people and i start having conversations and everyone's like (gasps) and i'm like oh so oh Uh okay so you guys don't talk about what what tattoo you would get on your genitalia for a million dollars cool good to know (laughs) i know this is our boundary boundary. (laughs) got it but it's it's a thing you'll find a group of people that like if you want honest conversations about it, you're going to find honest conversations yeah. about it. It might not be with the French group that you have right now, but that's for you guys to talk College about the bachelor. Friends. Yeah. That's like there's and there's a huge difference between hometown uh, the people yes. who've known you since you were like yes. seven years old. It's like the same way when people think about like there are cute guys that I grew up with that I could never see like that. And never. I'm like, no, it's because I knew them when they had like yeah. headgear and yes. like neon green braces. Yeah. And there is something to be said about like you push me off the swing set, exactly. Brian. Like, and also yeah. you've made these previous statements that people are like, oh, my God, are you going back on your word? Like college is a time where you can your views yes. that you have now at 18 years old. Those are how people meet you. They don't have any of the who you were before and anything like that so I think you can also reserve those talks for college that's a lot of college I mean also you're gonna learn a lot about yourself and I will say this too you might learn some things that you don't like Mm -hmm. you might learn a lot of things like I've learned things that I don't like about myself of like what did that require in me like why did I need that attention so bad like what was that satiating in but haven't you like Mm -hmm. I've had those real conversations especially in the sexual realm of like you know what what was I doing that for who was I trying to please like what was I trying to get out of that and like 
really be honest with yourself about that too. Like, don't just like that. You can say you want to live your hotivities and all that, but like, be honest with yourself about like, what, what is it for? What's mm-hmm. the reason? Is it to find yourself? Is it to grow? Is it to learn everything about yourself? Is it to just have the summer of George mm-hmm. or is it to like, or is there another need that you're satiating? Yeah. Like be honest with yourself. Cause you might learn some shit that you don't want to necessarily address, but it's real. Yeah. It's real shit. So by all means do it. Cause you can't learn without experience. Exactly. But, but I do think that there's things. Yeah. And we've all done it. We've all had that summer. Had that summer. Or a couple years. Or <laughs> the full summers yeah, you know, leading up. Or life. Or life. life. <laughs> we've all had that life. We've all lived <laughs> that life. It's fine. We've been there. Just want to be a hoe. Just want to be a hoe. <laughs> What do you want to be when you grow up? Uh, <laughs> probably a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> probably not be. Okay, guys. Mm-hmm. It's time for Producer's Corner. <gasps> and this is where we either have somebody uh, who listened to our episode and has some cr- either critiques on our advice or some additional advice that oh, we okay. might not have covered Got from it. a previous call. Um, or we have someone who has previously called in updating us on their situation. Well, I love situation. a good life update. Right. I yeah. really do. All right. Yeah. So this is someone that's calling in to share their own advice. Mm-hmm. This is from the episode with Tyler Chase um, okay. about the uh, girl who had wrote a poem that was published in a literary magazine oh, yeah. about her emotionally abused father. Mm-hmm. And I picked this one because I know when we did that one, you were... Um, waiting for oh, until yeah. after your movie came oh, out to true. see how things were gonna that is very true fold because you had a similar situation in my movie mm-hmm. yeah so i'm in a situ- similar situation where i've been emotionally abused all through my childhood by my dad and it left me with a lot of like mental health issues like ocd and depression and panic attacks And I paint, and I draw, and I'm creative like this woman, and I used it all the time to feel better, and to make myself feel better, and to express myself in ways that I couldn't just talk to someone about. And (laughs) that's obviously what she's done, and she's obviously really, really good because she's getting published, and that's a massive thing. She doesn't need to worry, is what I wanted to say, is that they hurt you, and they didn't consider you, and so you have every right to help yourself, make yourself feel good, like, you have every right to heal. They hurt you, and you have to heal, and you don't have to think about them. If it hurts them, that's it, and if it doesn't hurt them, that's great, but you have to think of you put your you first because she obviously has this amazing talent and she should be proud of herself for this talent and she should feel like she can put it forward without even thinking of anyone else because they didn't think of her so yeah I just wanted to say that she shouldn't worry and she should be proud and happy and if he reacts badly screw it because you dealt with it all through everything and you're still dealing with it obviously and you always do you still deal with it forever but she should be proud 
my god, she has those I know. beautiful voice. So beautiful. It's like Emma Watson. I beautiful. like. Yes, I'm like. And she's, she's had massive. I was massive. like, oh, I love it. It's just like she's now so. Now I'm realizing posh. I should have been. I should have been in an accent this the entire whole time. thing. Yeah. everything sounds so much like. Yes, just do you. Like be a hoe and it's all right. <laughs> just be a like, have, have your hoe face. It's fine. It's live your life. Going to be fine. Um, that was really beautiful. I think that's really so beautiful. So beautiful. Um, I hate that she's gone through emotional abuse. I love that she's uh, channeled it through yeah. art. Uh, I don't. Uh, Groucho Marx has a really good quote. Uh, at least I'm pretty positive it's Groucho Marx, <laughs> but it's a. Uh, Blessed are the cracked for they let the light in. Mm. And I love that quote so much yeah. because it's very much like, I don't know a single person that hasn't been through some amount of something and used it to further their, whether or not it's comedy. I have a lot yeah. of comedy friends and um, literally one night we were all like, has everyone in this room uh, been abused in some way? <laughs> great. Okay. Like all yeah, of us. Yeah, that's why we're like, so funny. Okay, great. All right. Yeah. Tra- tragedy, sense. tragedy, tragedy. Great. Yeah. But it's, you use it, you harness it. I don't, I mean, rarely are there the people that are like lived a pretty easy life. Oh my gosh. Life, yeah. Had a great Also that never existence. lasts. Yeah. No. Like, no, 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 no. no. You're Some just going to like, hit. shit's going to hit the fan at like 67. That means that your wave is getting bigger and Dude, bigger, 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 bigger. It's like tidal <laughs> fucking wave <laughs> it's that happen. it consumes you. Because uh, when it hits, yeah. it's going to hit. But I think that's really beautiful yeah. and she's very much right of like, you know, however that person feels in your life, it's like, screw mm-hmm. it. That's what yeah. it is. You're channeling it how you should be channeling it. You can't hold it in and you got to get through it somehow in that yeah. way. Yeah. And I think nothing is, is it like coming from just coming off of this, I would say like nothing as much as you stress and worry about it, you, unless you live with, I don't know, like there's like, you can decline phone calls if someone's yes. calling you to yeah. get upset about you or something yeah. like there's something so fucking great about being on your own and the original caller was talking about how she's like living on her own she's not dependent on financially or emotionally for these people and so that there is something that is so nice about the fact that you have control over what you let into your life as an adult and you can just put those things out in the universe and you don't owe anybody anything you don't owe anybody an apology or a warning or I have a friend who's a musician who she she still to this day is like the sweetest person and Mm -hmm. also very worried about it she will tell people all the time being like I just like feel like I should like let them know in advance that there's this song I'm like sweetie nobody's going to know that it's about them because all these terrible people that you're writing about think of themselves so highly highly. yeah they are not all the most selfish people that you're like no and also I do think there's a thing of like you know, that's that's a truth that you have to live in if you're mm-hmm. a, that person. Like, that's a truth that you have to be aware of. And I've also seen people heal. I've seen relationships heal through that. Where yeah. it's like, I, you know, I've seen people that have gone through things in their lives and they've talked about it very openly and done like, I don't know, they did a moth monologue mm-hmm. about it. And then her mother and her relationship healed because oh, of wow. it. it. You know, it's like yeah. things like that. that Not to say that that is a thing, but results can come through it. And I think sometimes it is necessary for that person to learn about themselves in whatever way yeah. is is the way. And you're right. Like, you can decline a phone call. Mm-hmm. You can you can absolutely and that's not running away or hiding no from it. it's like, not you it's don't not have even like to. denying them as a person it's a tough thing because especially with those people that are supposed to be your foundation people you know like family is a is a real one that is supposed to be your foundation mm-hmm. and so when they wrong you in some way or when they don't do what they're supposed to do 
then it's the hurt is so much greater yeah. i think the hurt is so much deeper and so you have every right to self-preserve and and not feel like you have to have that familial attachment and it's difficult yeah. because those are tend to be the hardest times and it's to okay sever. to go against the grain with that because there yes. is this idea of like no matter what family like family always is there but like i think and the sometimes thing, you're like nah man it's like, not and like yeah. ultimately your own mental health and your own well-being is so much more important than like society's idea of yes. a family and especially yeah. if you've been in a situation where you haven't had what if you don't have the cookie cutter family you don't have to abide by those cookie cutter family rules yeah. whoever is that person in your life who is like unwavering like unconditional those love family. those are those yes. are your family it's yeah. not the people who like fucked and had you yeah like that doesn't that's they're not so true that relationship so true. of like guiding and mentorship and like unconditional love it's not it's sometimes it is the people who brought you into this world, but sometimes it's not. And that, mm -hmm. that tie and attachment we have to those two things, I think is the biggest issue because I'm sure for the call, the original caller, so much of that fear, it comes from like what everybody else thinks of yeah. when they think of family. Well, and, and there's guilt and there's shame attached to it. There's shame attached to like that person not being what they are supposed to be in their mm -hmm. life. And there's shame attached to like you feeling like you're not being what you are in their yeah. life. And it's like, well, no, those, yeah, you like, know, we didn't do this for each other. Like, no, yeah. we didn't. And it, it is such a, my mother came from an abusive uh, mother and so much of it. I mean, she, you know, she's in her sixties now and she still mm -hmm. has those issues of like, you know feeling certain ways about it and being resentful about it and like she still talks about how she has to get through that constantly yeah. but it's the truth it's like that that being said her entire healing was having kids and being the best mm -hmm. freaking mother on the face of the planet like there are, you'll find your way to heal you'll find yeah. your way to get through it and if it is through those different artistic endeavors if it is through finding that person in your life that you're like oh my god this yeah. this is my Mm -hmm. this is who I'm attached to now. Like this is my everything. Then yeah. that's, that's how it is. You yeah. know, oh, it's beautiful. It was so beautiful. Thank and you so much done for that a beautiful back. accent. Beautiful I just love it so, love much. it so much. I love it. I can't even do that I, good of a posh is accent. It bad? I, I was in all of her Harry Potter. Like Harry. I'm sure she like, literally <laughs> has that all the, I mean, she <laughs> probably doesn't have to because like, like, she probably lives in the UK with lots of people who speak like that. She hates that all Americans are like, oh, Harry Potter. Hello. Beautiful. Oh, so lovely. I, I loved, loved it. it. I really well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I had a great time. You were great. Thank you. I just want to again say that um, no, no, I don't stand by any of it and you do don't your life. Worry. No. It says it's, it's in the title. It's in the title. The title says don't blame me. They can't, they can't hate us. That's my do not blame me. But also take all life. my advice. I don't know what um, to really stick strong except for be safe sexually. Yeah, be safe sexually. Be safe sexually. Um, you do you. Mm -hmm. You aren't anyone's person nope. but yourself. Self. And if you're young, know that life will move on. Mm -hmm. And save money. Save money. Yeah. 24 to 35. Who knew? <laughs> <laughs> well, now I know. I, Thank God. I, it was an NPR thing. I, it was bad. It was settling in my brain. And I was like, well, I've messed it all up. <laughs> See you it is later, done. Everybody. Over, it's over. Goodbye. Oh. Puppy farm. Here I come. Oh, I yeah, love it. I know. So where can people find you? You in, can find on the internet. On in, the internet, you don't have to say in um, real life. YouTube.com slash the Valley Folk. Uh, that's me and my three other men that we have a comedy beautiful journey. We just released our pilot today, which <gasps> is going to be oh a great time. I'm so excited about Congratulations. it. Congratulations! Um, thank you, thank you. Uh, yeah, Twitter, Instagram, the Valley Folk, Lee Newton. That's it. Amazing. All those places. Great, great. You guys mm. can check out a. Uh, 
Melissa and I's socials are yes. in the down bar or the description. The down bar. The down, <laughs> the down bar, bar for YouTube. <laughs> I guess, no, the description for whatever. Fucking iTunes podcast it. description. It's yeah, in the show notes. It's in the, the show notes. And then the if you're watching on YouTube, it's in the description. Yeah. I still call it the down bar. Do you really? Yeah. It was on. I, was anyone ever call it the down bar? No, mm. you're you're old school YouTube. Oh, That's yeah. the down. Oh, I just licked the mic. Oh no! Wow. They're in a relationship now. Well, yeah. yeah, that's it. That's okay. your host story right there. That's my host story. <laughs> I wish that was my only host story. <laughs> Sorry, I licked a mic. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, well, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Had a great uh, time. And if you guys want to be a part of another episode, you can let us know what you need advice on in your life by leaving a voicemail at 310-694-0976. So proud of you. And again, emailing via audio file to meganpodcast at gmail.com if you are an international listener with a beautiful accent. Beautiful accent. Beautiful accent. Trans- aggressive beautiful what? i couldn't think of transatlantic anything. transatlantic like is what Meghan i was Markle? trying to think of yes it, oh my god that was so real I know, right I know. she's like no and you're like megan <laughs> megan <laughs> blasphemy <laughs> yeah i mean i don't blame her i would do it too it's way prettier yeah what are you nuts yeah just and she's a princess now she can do whatever she, she wants no, it's, not, it's not a british accent it's a princess accent. she's a princess she's a princess she's gorgeous genovia Okay, it. guys. Sorry, uh, we transgressed. Yep, yep, we're done. Transgressed. Transgressed, that's, that's the word. I was thinking. Okay, guys. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Don't Blame Me is a production by me, produced, directed, and edited by Melissa DeMonts. Post-production sound by Chris Henry, production assistant Julie Carley, and music by Giacomo Picasso and Ryan Hunter. I'll see you guys next week. And don't blame me if your life, you know, completely fucks up before then. <laughs> oh. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.